0: Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics and you get sports and you get Game of Thrones. And with me today, uh, Kevin Miller is back talking Game of Thrones. How's it going, Kevin? Not too bad. Uh, good to have you back. And also, uh, hasn't been here in a while, but uh, he's back, back again. Guess who's back? It's Bill Needles. How's it going? It's going all right. Good to have you back, man. Only uh,
1: recovering from Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah. Have you, <laughs> when was the last time you were on? Was it the Super Bowl
1: wrap-up? Might have been.
0: Oh, Yeah, nice.
1: so it has been a while.
0: It's been a while, I had though. to dust off and, the
1: mic, uh, the dust on my mic, so...
0: <laughs> yeah, so, well, it's good to have you back. So, Game of Thrones debuted episode 5 of season 6, called The Door. The Door. <laughs> and a beloved character, beloved by the internet, although I gotta tell you, I wasn't really... I, I don't know, this didn't really... this more ticked me off in terms of... Not in terms of a character dying, but more in terms of mechanics of the show than anything. Uh I mean, spoiler alert, we're just gonna jump right into it yeah. and wow. <laughs> I'm gonna ask yeah, I'm gonna ask Bill how did you feel because you haven't been here in a while, so let's start off with Bill, how did you feel about the exit of Hodor? Uh
1: yeah, I mean sacrificing yourself for brand, you kinda just gotta hope that brand can do something worthwhile with it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because yeah, Hodar is such a simple minded. He's just nice all the time. And of course, they have that scene with Mira talking to him about how he's happy to go get some eggs right before he dies, just to make it that much more gut wrenching. Uh, But yeah, how they did it, I don't have a huge problem with. I thought it was kind of a a neat idea that kind of envisioning his own death is what caused him to have, I guess, a stroke and be borderline useless for most of his life.
2: Yeah, I thought it was interesting the way they kind of tied in, um, because we've seen sort of glimpses, uh, in previous episodes. We had the Tower of Joy scene a couple episodes ago, uh, where we can see that Bran has some ability when he's in vision mode to kind of influence events of the past. Um and here he kind of goes whole hog on it and, uh, kind of completes the loop. Y'all seen that movie Looper?
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: it was, it
0: was very much like Looper, and I, for that reason, I didn't like it. I don't like the fact that we now have like time travel is now a device in Game of Thrones. Am the I, I the only one upset I by that? Don't
2: like about it is the fact that I got the idea that the Three Eyed Crow kind of was like, hey, you guys should flee because the White Walkers are definitely coming here. But first, let's complete this loop because they're like, you have to go. And then they went back into dream mode for some reason, and you're like, yeah. okay, well, what are they doing? And the only thing I can think of is that they were there to complete the loop. <laughs> Yeah, I just ugh, I don't know. It did. I it
0: didn't set right with me. Yeah, it, uh, it is, I'm, I'm, it,
1: much like when I watched the X Men: The Days of Future. It's just one of those things that how you want to wrap your head around time travel can mm-hmm. really change whether or not you're okay with it and how it works and and whether the future affects the past or vice versa and all that stuff. So it is. It opens a lot of doors.
2: In this case, I'm okay with it. Um, the the one thing that is classic HBO. Is basically taking the most beloved character, or the mascot of the show, if you will, and just killing him. Yeah. I thought you were gonna. I, I thought you were gonna say the most HBO
0: thing was to uh, have a scene and then fade to black and then just have a full fa- uh, frame of a cock just yeah. right in the like forefront. Of the... I guess that did happen, didn't it? <laughs> it absolutely happened. <laughs> slapping us in the face oh then, that's what that
2: was yeah <laughs> you know what though i mean equal opportunity this show needed more cock <laughs> yeah that's true
1: there's been, <laughs> talk ratio has not been fair not at all. <laughs> oh,
2: uh, actually okay. bill i've got a question for you yep. uh, as a book reader mm-hmm. uh, apparently this is confirmed like this is one of the things that is actually in the next book that has now been spoiled for the book readers how do you feel about that
1: Did I lose you guys? Nope. No, you're right, ready. Right. So, uh, sorry, sorry I just got real quiet where I thought I was being murdered. Um, no. <laughs> I can repeat the question. We'll start again. Yeah, no, I. Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, leave it in. I'm okay with
0: it. <laughs>
2: Okay, uh so yeah, Bill, this has been confirmed online and I didn't clickbait the clickbait article. <laughs> but apparently, uh this uh scene with Hodor's backstory reveal and death uh is actually taken from the next book. This is like the first actually spoiled scene that we are that we have confirmed at least.
1: Yeah, i, I wondered about the the scene with Daenerys last week, whether or not that's gonna make it in there, but uh but in terms of this making it in, I kind of like it because I think the show's not going to get in any way an opportunity to tell you what this does to Bran. Right. But the book is going to have a lot of inner dialogue where he's thinking about, you know, how it's kind of his fault what happened to Hodar and it, it might weigh a little bit more and he might have to take things a little bit more seriously now because he's realizing that Absolutely. the role he's playing in this is, it's not just life and death, it's apparently life and death it's for not just funny years games. ago. <laughs> yeah.
2: With the great power, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so uh, I, I think it pushes him in that direction, and I think it'll be very interesting to, to read how that affects him. But no, again, I agree so,
2: entirely, and, and I was going to say the exact same thing. Like, it, I'm okay with this kind of being spoiled for me, because I now I look forward to reading it and yeah. seeing what the repercussions are through Bran, Bran's point of view.
1: Yeah, and you know what? Of all the things, like, it's been five episodes, and I was pretty worried about it going into it, and there's been nothing I, that's been know. really that <laughs> crippling, nothing that really bothered me. Like, it's all kind of... Oh, we might disagree there, but <laughs> really, there's stuff that you think is going to happen in the books that. Uh, no, that no, no, no. Feels... What I
2: the opposite. I feel like there's things that have happened on the show that I hope to hell do not happen in the books.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, the but it's much
2: it's just, the it's much cheaper really to, to write up.
1: about a direwolf than to show one on TV. So I still have a bit of faith there. That's, That's a definitely. good point, by Bill. Dar- more
2: direwolf now.
1: Yeah, we're what is that? And just no two thought left? about it because of Hodar. And uh, two out of six. Uh, two left, left.
2: And, and we may never see Nymeria again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah Nymeera and uh, Ghost, right? That's it. That's, right. that's all
0: that's all that's left. Like two have yeah. died the last, like, two episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pure madness. Um, y- You meant, uh, like, just these weird vision-y things. We got a new plot device for this show, and the plot device is that apparently those... Children of the Forest. <laughs> children of the Forest are the ones who created the White Walkers for reasons un, no not to be understood by me.
1: Just like but, every weapon ever created, it was defensive.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, uh, if, if I can make the obvious reference, uh, in a moment of desperation, they turned to a weapon they didn't fully understand. <laughs> yeah, it's the Joker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, basically the Joker. They bit off more I mean, than they like, could chew with that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, so they were basically turning people into undead zombie, ice zombie monster. Speaking of which, does uh, Hodor come back as a, as a uh, ice zombie, do you think?
1: Oh, he's getting stabbed. I, I guess he could, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're the, I, I think if I'm the knight's king, I'm like, that guy, we're raising that yeah, guy, well, he's our oh, Picture
1: this,
2: giant Hodor yeah. being the guy that he is, riding on a giant direwolf, white.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Just make it happen. I mean, they're just answering... Like, I guarantee
2: there'll be some fan out of that, at
0: the very least. <laughs> yeah, they're just answering prayers, so why, why not just go ahead and do that? Uh, I mean, how do you feel... Let's start with Bill. How do you feel with that as kind of the explanation of where the White Walkers came from and yeah. why they're on their way to murder everybody? Because to me, it seemed a little... Limsy. Yeah, I
1: mean, I can see how they could make it more complex and maybe they will in in, a, in the book. But the creation, I think it kind of says something about the desperations of humans too, where it's like they clearly went all out. And obviously, it's gonna screw everyone in the world. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think it, it does say something about the situation they were in where they felt they were being attacked. And they felt like, I guess, no, what do you want to call them normal people? <laughs> We're Normies. We Normies. Call you Normies. Yeah, yeah, that's the the first men we'll call them. <laughs> yeah. We're taking over their land so quickly that they, they yeah, like they reach to this power that they clearly didn't understand. So I like that aspect of it for sure. I think it was kind of an oversimplification where it's like, oh we just had to stab a dude in the heart. Like but... yeah.
0: every year in Game of Thrones though, there's kind of a character or in this case a set of characters that come in and kind of kick in the door and take over plot lines Mm -hmm. that hasn't necessarily happened here but i feel like the forest children that we've known for about five minutes now in this show being like yeah we're the ones who brought the white walker sorry our bad Uh, i was just kind of like really (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, we needed weapons to destroy the humans. We invented White Walkers, despite the fact we also clearly had grenades.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, they yeah, had grenades the whole thing. time. I think. Had magical <laughs> yeah, that
2: started happening. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess we're doing this now.
0: <laughs> three things upset me. Three things upset me. One, and this is in no particular order, one was magical grenades, That because I'm just like, okay, <laughs> like apparently this is happening. Uh, second was the time travel, because I don't think time travel belongs in Game of Thrones. And third... And I cannot stress this enough. If there is another fart joke <laughs> in fucking game, if there is a, if there is one more fart joke this season, I am out. I the, we're stopping all uh, games. I, I couldn't
2: wait to talk about this scene. This It's the Ember Island player scene.
0: <laughs> I will. I don't care. I, I like. I well, first off, that scene went on like
2: four minutes. Oh yeah, long, no, absolutely, it did.
0: Way too long. That like cut that down. Cut the Daenerys stuff out. And, I mean, as much as I hated the ma- uh, the Magical Grenades, I mean, show more clips of those guys chucking Magical Grenades yeah. as opposed to this ten-minute scene of the, like, oh, man, like, four minutes could have come off of that. That was terrible. But, like, like, cut the fart
1: joke completely. Like, just yeah. fuck you with the fart joke. Knock it off. Just take two like, minutes to show the person Ari is supposed to kill being a reasonable human being. Give her that yeah. doubt, and that's it. You don't need the ten-minute play about her family.
0: Yeah, and, like, I get it that she, like, I, I mean... I mean, I'm not a very smart person, but I get the whole, oh, she has to sort of rewatch her father's death and, and relive <laughs> that whole experience, and Buddy's testing her to see if she breaks, and she sort of gets to kill, like, a pseudo-seriously, but, like, to then just be like, hey, here's a fart joke, and then here's a shot of a cock for absolutely no
1: reason, and then, oh, God, like, that that... Yeah, it seems it. like, like filler, and when you only when you have a terrible. book for a show and you already don't yeah. have enough time, maybe ease up on the filler.
2: Yeah, I don't, yeah, like that just... Well, yeah, and we were talking kind of about this when we were explaining how things seem to be getting explained in this season and somewhat uh, hastily and flimsily. I think they are doing a lot of plot acceleration things because I know they've got like a yeah. season and a half left. But to do that...
0: Like like t- t- like I'll I'll do that, but as long as you don't fill it with crap, like oh well, man. I mean, that, like, what, what I'm
2: suggesting is we had that scene last week of Daenerys uh, burning down all the uh, calls to the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guarantee that if that scene happens in the book, it doesn't in the next book. It doesn't happen until like maybe the very end of it. Like that just seems very much like all right, let's get this Daenerys plotline moving. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it, it, and, and of, I mean, awesome, I'm happy for that, I'm, I'm grateful to have another episode of Game of Thrones where people are just, you know, talking in a room at each other, and stuff of no consequences happening, but then, you know, you fill that out with the scene where, you know, we get to see Ned Stark making a goofy expression as his head's in the gallows. <laughs> Ugh, but I mean, I, I mean, I don't hate that scene, because I, it's it's there for humor, but... <laughs> mm-hmm. I it it definitely went long. I will agree with that. Yeah. Just I like I no problem taking it. Like
0: you don't have to remove it. Just it should have been cut like that scene should have been cut down by in half. Like it was just one went on way too long. Like at a certain point I was sitting there going, "We're still watching this play? Are you fucking
2: kidding me?" Like, was Arya aware work. of
1: Tyrion marrying Sansa?
2: I don't know maybe she was. Yeah. I think that it was mentioned uh when she was going to like the Vale to Visit Liza. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, someone might have mentioned it at some point, but.
2: I imagine so.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure she has some idea or so, but if she wasn't, then that was another one of the
2: things that she found out that day. And yeah. she's like, wait, what? That's yeah. how it went down? I guess, yeah, that
1: would bother you a little bit.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, and the thing with these, like, you know, plays in Game of Thrones is, obviously, this is a skewed uh, account of how things went down, so even if they say, like, oh, Tyrion married Sansa, you're like, does that really happen? Am I sure that they didn't just make that up for this play?
1: Although that feels like everything in the book. Every time anyone says anything, you're like, I doubt you. Yeah, 90% 90 of this is rumor. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's all hearsay.
2: The
0: way they spaced out the the, the the stories in this episode felt uh, like it, it, it felt very much on purpose the way they did it because we opened the episode with Sansa and Baelish in the same room with uh, Brienne and it's just this really tense scene where you don't know what's going to happen and Sansa might just be like chop kill him, him and, and yeah. yeah just chop him in half and stuff like that and then he eventually leaves and he does the like you know half brother line which was fantastic and and then right after that, I think we went into uh Arya fighting with, yep. so, with the waif. Uh, yeah, with the Rafe. waif. And yeah. then yeah, to kind of slow down the episode, they went to the they went to the play thing, and then I think after that they went to the Iron Islands for the Kingsbook <laughs> <And, laughs> in yeah, the Queen's move. It's 16. <laughs> but what uh what I've read and maybe you guys can back me up on this on as book readers is the King's move I believe took uh forever and a day in the
2: books. Yeah. Uh, well, there was
1: more people involved because there was It was it was a lot of
2: build up and there were more people yeah. involved that aren't in, apparently going to be in the show or at least haven't made an appearance in the show yet. Um, but the actual event itself happened over the course of like a few hours. Yeah. Mhm. Because it was just a lot of build-up. And yeah. it was exactly like that, where people just getting up on stage and yelling why they're the best person to yeah. be king. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: it's pretty much me at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> I should be
2: king. I to be like, going, I claim the salt throne. Yeah, I'm doing it, for sure.
1: <laughs> I think they did um, well with the Iron out. They pushed that plot quickly, which was kind of nice. Because yeah. it's not always the most exciting plot line. It's not the sexiest hook. No, um, I kind of the chapters like, at I'm, that like,
2: point in the book are told from, like... Um, Aaron's perspective, the damp hair, like the priest. Yeah, the priest. And he's he kind of boring.
1: <laughs> yeah. But the crow's eye, or Euron, or whatever his name is, he's an but, interesting character. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I agree, yeah. yeah.
2: I'm excited to see where he goes. And actually, I preferred this uh, version of the King's Mood to the one in the book.
1: Yeah. And I'm not, I can't even remember in the book, did, did I guess, is it Asher or Yara, or whichever one, did she yeah. take off with a fleet of ships?
2: I don't think that's a given. Like, we basically haven't seen them as far yeah, as I can tell. Kind of ended there, Since you don't King's know? ended.
1: But her. I, I, I want well. to say
2: that she did, and I know that Victarian did.
1: Yeah, and she's, she's got a, a hefty army there with her, and she could be a reasonable ally to anyone who's looking around in the area, which could be anybody at this point.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, what's their plan?
1: I don't like, know. It seemed like they had one step. They were like. Yeah.
0: Step one, let's get the hell out of here before we get killed. It's probably... And step two, figure it
2: out how Well, they had a plan that, that was to be the most obvious uh, candidate for a queen, and then Urine yep. was there, and they were not expecting that. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So now their plan is just to go up and down, I guess, raping people in sea villages. It's pretty much what they always do.
0: Or are they taking... Are they going to steal his idea of going to Daenerys and being like, hey... We've got a fleet. We got a fean.
2: He's a prince. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, sort of. He's got a, a bit of a. It, job. May,
2: it may be. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I yeah. think they might. They might align themselves with someone in the north too, which would help because again, if and you that would be a struggle. <laughs> yeah, but like, more, not yeah. certainly not Ruse Bolton. Oh no, of <laughs> no! Not, but if, I mean, uh, They, they uh, attack the, the north first, right? <laughs> yeah. I can see the it's Iron Islanders is really respecting spot, the Wildlings. They're not that different. Yeah. I don't
0: know. I like I'll tell you the Iron Islanders they've got the best like arm like armor both the way they've done the armor on the show I like it cuz if you saw when they had the, those group of guys some of them had like these cool like Game of Thronesy raincoats and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. where like, like, it's hey, kind of that's that's cool because they
2: live in the ocean.
0: Yeah, I I I'd like that. I think I think like I wouldn't want to live in the Game of Thrones world but if I did I would hope I would end up on the Iron Islands or maybe in friggin' Uh, Dorn,
2: well,
1: Dorn
2: seems,
0: <laughs> yeah. seems pretty awesome I've always Dorn. liked the
2: uh, Stark armor and it's good to see Jon wearing it again yeah. now that he's not uh, <laughs> watched.
1: Yeah, now that he can do whatever he wants now that
2: he can dress the way he fucking chooses <laughs> yeah that
0: was, that was good Um, we got a really good scene I thought the best acting performance of the week came from a guy who only had a couple of lines and it was uh, Varys who apparently is coming for Cersei's. Uh, emmy for best acting from the neck up because oh yeah yeah you <laughs> can man, make a face <laughs> yeah he was all oh, that yeah but just so many layers on the uh oh on on the, oh god it was so good yeah, I yeah, yeah they
1: each
2: other back and forth <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: never thought i'd see an episode where literal finger and varies both kind of get owned in one episode <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm happy I'm to see sure. it, honestly. It's a, yeah. it's a breath of fresh air. I'm, I'm happy to see Sansa, like, putting Baelish yeah. in his place. <laughs> mm, and be anything scene. other than Meek. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm loving her this season. She might be a come-from-behind MVP for me. And I think I even so, mentioned that she would be decent. So every week we play Who the Fuck Was That <laughs> on this
0: on this Sorry, show.
2: Okay.
0: It's, my fa- it's, well, it's my favorite game. Um, the Red Priest, who they name-dropped, and I've already forgotten her name. Kevin Miller, who the
2: fuck was that? That is an excellent question. If she is the character in the book, she is a minor one. I don't know her.
1: Why <laughs> is she the it, person that Tyrion and Varys saw, like, practicing the, whatever red yes. religion they have? It was the one so that they her. saw so, in the temple last season. Yeah. Um, so she's some red priest heretic, I guess. I don't know if there's any name in the book, but...
2: Yeah, and, and I mean, there are other red priests in the book that haven't shown up in the series, and one that was counseling, uh, Victorian later on, but, uh, he hasn't shown up, and that one's a dude. Um, but, I don't know, I'm down with this new chick, I have no idea who it is, so, I, unfortunately, I can't play the game, Pierce. <laughs> she had one of those neck collar things. Oh, yeah, know, right? and then she had the, um, she had, like, the embroidery around her, uh, uh, the collar of her dress as well. In the same is shape.
0: Your- and it, it's not supposed to be the Red Priest we saw last season for obvious reasons of the Red Priest we saw last season was Asian, mm-hmm. but should, should, like that's a different one, right? Like, that that's not just a recasting, like a, a very poor recasting. It's a completely different...
2: I think so. Red Priest? I think <laughs> the, like, the idea is that these Red Priests are supposed to be kind of all-knowing, so when they show up and say, like, oh, we know that we preached to you in mm. this case, it's like, you know... They're 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 wizards, <laughs> right? Oh, okay. Because I mean, the one we saw last, they're, year. They're the, the most uh, calming magic users that we have seen so far in the series, are, are purveyor of these miracles, like she knew everything about Varys, and you know we haven't learned half of that stuff about him up till now. <laughs> so. So, they're, they're quite a few facts were dropped <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> Like it, uh, like with with all the Hodor stuff and the the White Walker stuff, like there were a lot of facts dropped about a lot of characters that you might have, you might have forgotten because a lot of information came out of this one. Yeah, it's, this was. I mean,
0: it started slow, but it ended pretty well. And I mean, I really like, I really appreciated that fight scene where they were chasing Hodor. That reminded me of when when Ripley and them get chased by the aliens yeah, on yeah. the ship to... in the first one. Yeah, that was a lot of fun.
1: Every Um, other season, there's always been like, you're kind of like, oh, I get it. It's building towards this battle. But I don't get that for anything this season. I don't feel like there's any giant battle. I mean, maybe, I guess, Jon Snow against the Bolton, but. But yeah, but it could could also also be like like, uh,
2: Robert Strong versus the Sparrows. Like, there's a lot of things that could be so far. There's a lot of
1: things that could be, but yeah. Certainly not anything I'm confident about.
0: Yeah, you're right, Bill. Like, every every season has kind of had this thing, this feeling like we're, we're. we're driving to a conclusion, right? And and from, from point A to point B, this one is just
1: kind of like, we've got nine things going on at once. Yeah. <laughs> in the last episode, we will tie up yeah. all the loose ends. And one of them is going to blow up for sure. And there probably will be a giant battle scene And the second last episode is their favorite thing to do.
2: Yeah. Well, the the one thing that I was thinking is, uh, you know, the battle of, uh, I'm like, okay, last episode we had a scene where uh, Baelish went to the Vale and he was basically recruiting the troops of the Vale to go and uh, help Sansa out. And I thought, okay, well, maybe we won't see him for the rest of the season. And then, like in the Battle of the Bastards up north, when things are turning south for our heroes, like the the Knights of the Vale will appear and win the day, kind of like what happened at the end of season two, where uh, suddenly Tywin Lannister showed up with a you know a hammer and destroyed Stannis' army. Uh, but then apparently, Littlefinger friggin' teleported to Mole because <laughs> he went from the Vale to Moletown in one episode. <laughs> Yeah, I guess he's a little too. I don't know. Yeah, does the old
0: teleporting move? That'd be like a wrestling thing if like Littlefinger ripped off his black thing and had like a red priest outfit underneath. <laughs> so it's, like,
1: <laughs> it's gonna have to be slow up that part of because Jon Snow is basically just going castle to castle and asking for support. But that's gonna be that's got to eat up what three or four episodes probably. And hey, listen, as long as we get a
2: uh, very animated, giftable scenes of Torment and Brienne looking at each other.
1: Yes, yes, those those fleeting glances are. <laughs> That's always nice. He just yeah, gives
2: yeah. a stupid grin in this episode. I'm like, awesome,
1: I love you. There hasn't been nearly <laughs> enough Torment's giant's being <laughs> That dude never blinks. I love him.
0: <laughs> yeah, Oh, it's the best. Um, Bill, do you have anything else you wanted to add to this episode? I mean, we could talk for. I mean, we could waste time talking about. That Jora Daenerys scene that I, quite frankly, I would. Yeah.
1: God, who cares? <laughs> yeah, I'm over it.
2: Oh. Uh, I didn't mind that. We know at least one person in this universe who's been cured of grayscale before. Yeah.
0: Can he? If if he were to chop his arm, like it seemed like it's localized entirely on his left arm. If he were to chop off his left arm. Can he just go about his day, or is he is his whole body contaminated? I'm like I don't understand yeah, how this
2: works. We can we can kind of assume that because apparently it's it's transmitted by contact. I mean that's the safe as like I don't think the disease is just in him and it's only affecting his arm, right? That doesn't make. I don't know what sense. to survive. So, I his
1: arm is at that time though, but it might not be great. Yeah. Well, True. So I don't know. Something. I mean, he's not a Lannister.
0: Yeah, I mean maybe he can. I. I mean, from where I'm sitting, it looks like he needs to 127, eight hours himself. So,
2: (laughs) I
1: just... Jon Snow came back from the dead. He can find somebody. Just find one of those bitches.
2: (laughs) That's true. Well, I wonder if... And, and Bill, you know the Vectarian kind of storyline. I wonder if they're going to do that with him instead. Which storyline, sorry? Uh, So, in the book, and again, I don't want to say too much on the off chance that this character still shows up, but... uh, the third Greyjoy brother, Victorian Greyjoy. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. So, just, I think they'll probably leave it out, to be honest with you. Yeah,
2: I think they will too. So I'm wondering if they'll do it with Jora instead, where instead yeah. of is it a Victorian infected arm that they have to cut off and then have a red priest do magic too to basically make it into a demon claw? Yeah.
1: <laughs> that
2: they do that with Jora. Like that's okay. a long shot, but.
1: <laughs> yeah, and if they are leaving him out, they can get away with throwing that in there. Yeah, that'd be something they can do. It's a long shot, but I mean, it's
2: not the craziest life.
1: Yeah. I don't think they're just going to have it slowly take him over until he takes his own life. That's very uneventful.
2: <laughs> well, no, I was saying uh, last episode, last time I was on this show talking about, like, who's going to die this season. I, I suspected in, like, uh, a sort of climactic battle, either the second, last, or last episode, he's going to make a big sacrifice play for Daenerys or something like that. Like, he can go down, but in a heroic way.
1: Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Um, I want to know about Rickon. They they showed him being captured, and then they just kind of disappear on it for a while. Yeah, I imagine we'll, we'll probably see that. I, I feel like we're going to touch next week.
0: We're going to get a little more Ramsay, and probably a little more of the Lannisters next so, week. Yeah, we we're, did barely
2: touch on them this week, or not at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think the we only got Lannister and the Lannisters in uh, play form. <laughs> which is yeah, true. Um, yeah. Let's hope we never see any of that again. Here's a thought. Uh, any more clues for who's going to die? Because I got a new one. Uh, Go ahead and give your – because I was just about to transition into the predictions for next week and who's on their way out. None of us picked Hodor. If only – some. If only. basically, I'm going to start throwing out names, I think. Just, then, just on the
2: options.
0: <laughs> yeah, because no, nobody predicted Hodor, and, and that would have been an
2: out-of-left-field tragedy if somebody got that right. Well, this show likes to fuck with expectations. But here's what I'm thinking for by the end of this season, possibly in like the second last scene, like one of the last things that happened. Like not in the climactic scene, but the last episode sort of cliffhanger scene. Uh either Juck and Hagar or the wave or both are going to be dead by Arya's hand. <laughs> yeah. I kinda of feels I'm wondering like
1: what they're going to do with Arya because like Reading the books, I still have no idea. Like, is she going to break away? Is she going to complete the training? Because, like, it seems like having her just be a faceless nobody is not that exciting. Yeah. I
2: think they're going to keep having her do. Like they're gonna keep giving her chances until she's fully trained, but she's not indoctrinated into a lifestyle of being nobody taking orders because we still know that she's out for blood.
1: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. Kinda of like the Batman begins type thing where they train him forever and then it's like, Okay, peace out
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you gotta got teach to, to, to me the student has to become the master yeah. and you're dead. She's <laughs> gotta go pick the flower.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I I, I I'm very I, I'm very much on board with that theory because, like, Arya's career path is not to become a assassin.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. particularly a faceless one, you know, yeah. where she doesn't, she's no longer a Stark. It's like, those those words yeah. hold a lot of weight in that show, so. Hey, where's that girl who kills people and takes their faces? Well, right here, Chief. Well, here's the other um, thing that we know. They like to keep
2: the plot moving, and Arya's been at this place doing this thing for two seasons now. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to move something forward there.
1: Yeah. But I still uh, feel like they're slow playing that training. Like, she's still losing to the wave every time. Like,
2: mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, and, and I, I'm completely fine with that happening. And we've got some awesome fight scenes at the beginning
0: of this episode. Yeah. Bill Needles, any predictions for what you might think is going to happen in Episode 6 or who you think is on their way out?
1: My prediction for Episode 6? I'm going to say... i was going to say Mira, but I feel like Bran can't just go back to the tree because he's got other stuff to do. and He's he, he not that mobile without her. I don't even know mm-hmm. how they're moving with... like She can barely move him.
0: I think that was adrenaline. Yeah, those
1: right monsters now. were like 30 yards behind. Like, Hoda did a great mm-hmm. job, but you're going to die.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hosed the dough.
1: <laughs> um, my predictions, I will say... Let's say the Blackfish. I hope they bring him back for next episode, and we'll see what happens there.
2: Yo, yeah. That was a knee that I enjoyed. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, love the Blackfish. Because yeah, they were river like how him. he's retaken am Like, excuse me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, whoa, that's new? Because in the book, like, they were under siege forever, for, like, since, book, yeah. since, uh, since the Red Wedding, basically, by the Lannisters, yeah. and Jamie had to go break that siege.
1: They just took all the wheat from all the surrounding towns, let them die, and then sat in the castle eating wheat for like six in, years. In, in,
2: in this canon, Jamie never went to break that seat. <laughs> So, I mean, maybe the events went the other way. It'll be interesting to see how that turns.
1: Yeah, they're going to have to show uh, the Tullys eventually.
2: Oh, he was awesome in the season three. I would see him back. Yeah. I I only have one
0: prediction for next week and this is not even mine, technically. This one comes from my brother and I think this is this is Pretty sound, so I'm going to steal it. Um, We know that Ian McShane Mm -hmm. is some going to pop up at some point in this season of Game of Thrones, and my brother's prediction, and again I'm stealing it, is that he is going to be playing Sam's dad,
2: Randall Tarly.
0: Yeah, that's a reasonable guess. We apparently know as a quite the quite the a hole, just a real asshole, (laughs) even by Game of Thrones standards, (laughs) quite. Quite the a-hole.
1: Yeah, him and him and Ruse Bolton are just maximum a-hole for no reason.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna predict we see Ian McShane it, at the very
1: least. It might not be a Sam's dad,
0: but I'm gonna predict we at least see Ian McShane that's, in. That's guess. Yeah, in 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 week week six of uh, Game of Thrones here. Uh, well, Bill, you got anything else you want to add to? Uh,
1: no, I think we covered everything for this episode. Yeah, I think
2: I feel like we did too. Miller, did we forget anything? Uh, one other guess for Ian McShane. Uh and this again, like one of the last seasons, the one of the last uh, scenes of the season would be Sam arriving at Old Town, be training for being a master, and Ian McShane would be like one of the high masters. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Because that would be to, to be like a recurring plot line next season. Because do I, I don't think we're going to do more than like half an hour of Sam this entire season.
1: Do you think he's going to get there this season? I think so. Yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot of
2: of Sam plotline, and they seem to be no. doing a lot of unless they want to drag out line. Horn Hill. I, I don't think that they will. Yeah, I, because well, again, it depends on you know, it depends on where we where we uh, collapse that Nick Shane waveform, right? Yeah. <laughs> because you want him on screen for more than ten minutes.
0: I agree. Can't wait for, for Ian McShane. Let's see some Ian McShane in Game of Thrones. Hook us I up. was
2: hoping for McTarran, but the Move proved me wrong there. But uh, I'm still excited to see him show up.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh, Bill Needles, Kevin Miller, thanks for doing the Game of Thrones recap number five. Absolutely. Halfway uh, home on this season. Man, we only got, we're halfway there. This is ridiculous. Got yeah, it's
2: always kind of weird because you're like, oh, I don't feel like we've done much here. It's already halfway <laughs> done. Yeah, <laughs> but a lot, it, a lot's happening this season if you sit down and think about it. So uh, I'm, I'm actually excited for the rest of the season. A lot of stuff mm-hmm. happening, and I'm eager to see it.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like they're dragging things out on purpose. I think a lot of it's going down quickly. So hopefully the next one no, I and mean, is... contrary
2: to what they usually do, I think they're accelerating things on purpose. And yeah, I'm down for that. the
1: first five are slow, and then the last five pick it up.
2: hmm Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they drag it out, but I think they know that they're on a the and they're making stuff happen as a result, and I'm absolutely down for that. I want to be pleased to happen every single episode. All
0: right. Uh, Kevin Miller, Bill Needles, thanks for coming out. Take care you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks.